Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there, welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. If you've been a listener for a little bit or a long while now, you know that this podcast is all about helping you to break bad eating habits and create healthier eating habits for the purpose of better long-term physical health and also mental and emotional health. And an important part of helping you to break bad eating habits and create those healthier eating habits is talking about when healthy food isn't an option because it isn't always going to be an option as you're on this journey. And that can sort of throw a wrench into things, right? Especially when you feel like you've been trying really hard to quote unquote be good. There are going to be circumstances where your choices in food are limited and you're going to feel like you need to eat something. So what do you do? This could either be work situations, family situations, scheduling, being at an event, anything. In fact, the reason why I thought of doing this topic as an episode is because on Labor Day this past Monday, my husband Paul and I and lots of our friends ran in the National Championships 20K road race, which was a pretty big event. There were super elite runners there, such as some Olympians and also the American Women's Marathon record holder. So fun. So My dad and his wife drove down from New York to watch us race, this race in Connecticut. We packed lunches to eat with them afterward on the town green, lots of healthy snacks, protein powder for after the race, all the things, right? We felt very well prepared with lots of healthier food options. Well, all the food was in our car that was several blocks down the road in a parking garage. And at the end of the race, there were hot dogs and other less healthy foods that were right there at the finish line, right? And after every race I run, I feel terrible afterwards. And this race was very hot. I had a stomach ache the entire race. And so it wasn't pleasant at all. Once my stomach finally settled a little bit and I started realizing how hungry I was, I opted for the hot dog that was right there and completely forgot about the healthier foods in my car. I needed calories, I needed some salt, and that was what was readily available, and it probably would not have been a smart idea for me to walk several blocks to get the healthier foods that we had packed just because I was feeling so terrible. So for the choices that I had available to me right then and there, that hot dog seemed like the best decision. I had a moment afterwards where I felt kind of badly about eating the hot dog instead of the healthier foods that we had packed ahead of time. I also reminded myself that I did the best I could with packing those healthier foods ahead of time, but in the moment, what was available to me when I needed it was the hot dog. So I felt badly at first, but then I quickly reminded myself of why I made that decision and that I was making a decision that in the moment seemed like the best decision for me, right? And the other foods that they had available at the end of the race were not necessarily any healthier. So the important thing at that moment was calories and salt. And I certainly got that with the hot dog, right? 
Plus, I knew that I could just get the other nutrients I needed later on. Not a big deal. It's not like I was choosing to eat five hot dogs for the rest of my meals for the day, right? So I didn't let one thing affect my choices for the rest of the day. I didn't let it continue to make me feel badly either. So I didn't let that all or nothing mentality come into play here. If you're not familiar with all or nothing mentality or more commonly known as all or nothing thinking, it's just essentially when you think that if you can't do something 100% successfully, then you've failed. So regarding eating habits, it's kind of like if you quote unquote mess up and then see yourself as a failure. So then completely give up on the healthier choices. It's kind of like you just throw in the towel just from one, you know, mess up or from not being perfect. And my point in telling that little story about the race and the hot dog is that there are going to be situations where you can't control everything regarding food choices available to you at the event, right? It would have been lovely if they had all these really healthy options that my husband and I would have normally chosen to eat, you know, at the end of this race. But hey, they were going to have the things that were going to be most appealing to a lot of people at that time. And also, they already have these set things that they decided upon. So you can control as much as you can by trying to prepare ahead of time for things like this that might come up, you know, situations, events, scheduling, right? You can also control how you think about your food choice afterwards and then move forward from there. So I'm going to talk about both of these in this podcast episode. So I'm going to talk about what you can control as far as some of the tangible things, like some of the things around the circumstances. And I'm also going to talk to you about your thoughts afterwards. All right, so let's talk about trying to control as much as you can regarding the food choices or the food that you have in certain circumstances first. So for us, we packed lots of healthier things ahead of time to bring with us, knowing that we were going to be hungry after the race and want to have lunch with my dad and his wife afterwards as well. We had no idea what kind of places were around to grab lunch, so we all just figured that we would pack lunches to eat in the park. So that was one way that we were in control of the food situation. Now, granted, like I mentioned earlier, it didn't go exactly as planned, but we at least went there prepared. And I still ended up eating some of my healthier lunch after the hot dog. Instead of, say, you know, grabbing another hot dog or something else that would have rather I would have rather not eaten. So there are going to be situations where there may be some work events that you have to attend or you choose to attend where the food is supplied for you. One of my clients is in this situation often, and so we figure out what she can control about events like this. So for example, if it's at a time that it makes sense for her to eat something ahead of time, even if it's a little something, before she goes so that she at least won't feel overly hungry in case there isn't healthy options there, then that's what she does. If it's an event where she has to bring a dish to share, then she tries to make it a dish that she knows she would eat that's on the healthier side. 
So she needed my help in thinking about these options at first, and now she's already in the habit of thinking of something automatically on her own before these work functions and events and implementing. It's just something she does now and follows through on. And if there's something that she wants to eat at the work function, she does, but she never feels like it's out of her control. She feels happy with her choices afterwards and also feels like she gets just as much enjoyment as she did before when she wasn't quite as mindful about what or how much she's eating. She doesn't feel deprived. So it may seem like there are things that you really can't control about food situations, but trust me, there are. As your coach, I can think of different creative options for you for your particular circumstance. They're always just options, right? You get to choose what you want to try and what you don't want to try. So scheduling is another thing where career women really feel that they are not in control of and food can be difficult with a tight schedule. But again, this is another thing that we can work through and come up with some creative things to try out and see what works. There is nothing that is unsolvable, if that's a word. So whether it's your busy work schedule or rushing your kids around to sports or a traveling schedule or even just a busy personal schedule as far as things that you enjoy doing that you do maybe after work or before work. So no matter what the circumstances, there are always things that you can control about the circumstance and then the things that you can't control you can at least control your outcome to some degree by deciding what you're going to think and then that then determines how you feel in your body like your emotion and then emotions or how you feel is always going to drive your next action and then of course your actions influence strongly or or directly determine your results so the thought part of it, that's the other part that I wanted to get into in this episode. So what you think about the circumstance will determine how you feel or what you think about your action, like say you ate the hot dog and you really didn't want to eat the hot dog, right? So how you think about that situation will determine how you feel. How you feel will then determine your next step, your actions going forward, and then of course your outcome or your results. So you can have that all or nothing thinking and eat something you then feel badly about and then say, screw it and continue choosing the less healthy things that will then make you feel even worse, most likely. Because you feel like since you couldn't be perfect, then you're a complete failure. And then you may as well continue making poor choices. That's where that sort of screw it mentality comes from. This is not a productive way of thinking, though. It can spiral downhill pretty quickly. And the further you go, the harder it can feel to get back up again. So you may have heard of the phrase falling off the wagon, or maybe you even describe yourself as falling off the wagon often. This is really just another form of all or nothing thinking. So it's that perfectionist way of thinking, and it's very common among career women. It's not helpful though, because progress is not made in this way. So I hear lots of women say, 
you know, I fell off the wagon and then I kind of just for the next several days or the rest of the week, I say, you know, screw it. I'm, I've already messed up. So I might as well keep eating poorly. And then they just feel bad about it, right? When you're too focused on that perfection and then you label yourself as a failure because of one little mess up or falling off the wagon, you're never really moving forward. You just keep failing yourself by thinking you're a failure. You just keep holding yourself back. You're kind of sabotaging yourself. You end up feeling stuck oftentimes. The alternative is that no matter the circumstance, you decide purposefully what you're going to think to keep yourself moving forward, all right? So you decide purposefully what you're going to think after whatever it was that just happened or you just did, right? To keep yourself moving forward in the direction you want to go. So for me with that hot dog after the race, I could have felt badly and then continued just eating crap for the rest of the day and then just felt even worse mentally and physically but I chose not to. Instead, I decided to remind myself that I made the decision in the moment, and that doesn't mean I didn't have the decision with the rest of my food choices that day, because sometimes when healthy food isn't an option, you just have to go with what is. And at that moment, walking all the way back to my car on very wobbly legs and feeling faint was not a great option. So for you, when you feel like you didn't make a great choice food-wise, you can decide how you want to feel about that. And how you feel about that is determined by, by what you think about that. So if you don't want to feel badly, then don't think a terrible thought about yourself, right? If you want to get right back up again and make a better decision for the next time you eat, then what thought might help you with this? You could even brainstorm a list of five different thoughts ahead of time that you think would be helpful for you specifically. You know, maybe read them over a few times to get familiar with them. So then when this does come up in the future, you already have a few ideas of some helpful thoughts that will get you right back up and back on track towards your goals. Like anything, you have to do this several times for it to start becoming something that you automatically do, something that becomes more of a habit. So what you can do is keep that little list of thoughts you brainstormed in your purse or on your desk, wherever you think would be helpful for you, in your kitchen, in your refrigerator, in the cabinet, whatever. That way you're reminded to go to one of these thoughts rather than having a not so good thought that doesn't make you feel good and then causes you to continue making the less healthy choices, which then you're just going to feel worse about, right? The more often you do this, the more likely it'll become a habit to start thinking a better thought more automatically. So in summary, when healthy food isn't an option, Do what you can to try to prepare ahead of time or control what you can, even if that's just a little bit, right? You don't need to control 90% of it, even if it's just 10 or 20% of it or one little thing. However, if you don't control part of it or can't control part of it, then just know that you can control how you think and feel about whatever it is you ate. 
You can do this 100% of the time. You control your thoughts 100% of the time. And because your feelings come from your thoughts, you can also control your feelings, right? Because really eating an unhealthy food or eating too much food than you needed one time isn't a big deal. It's when that's repeated multiple times, that's when it will have the negative effects. So in order to help prevent it from being repeated multiple times, you may have to really decide how you want to think and feel about it moving forward so that you can move forward. Remember, progress over perfection. If you're expecting perfection and are down on yourself when you aren't perfect, you're not going to make much progress. You're essentially failing yourself. All right, brainstorm that list of a few different thoughts that will help you feel better about any food choices that you weren't quite happy with when healthy food isn't an option. That way you are prepped and ready to go with some thoughts that will help you make progress rather than keeping you stuck. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and I'll talk with you next week. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help. Start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.